This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Hey folks, Steve Temple, and welcome back to today's show. You know, you're on Temple Talk Radio. And again, my name is Steve Temple with Pinnacle Investment Advisors. And today, folks, we are going to be talking about Social Security and some of the concerns we're hearing into the future uh, that I know you're going to want to hear about. But before we peel the lid off of Social Security, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, who, unlike Social Security Trust Fund, is in no danger of running out of gas anytime what? soon. What? <laughs> well, that's a crazy analogy, Steve. But yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to run out of gas anytime soon. I, I eat plenty of beans. So, oh wait, that's hey, not man. what you're talking about. No, I've got mm. energy. I I drank about forty cups of coffee just to prepare for your show today. So, yeah, I'm on seven. So I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm ready, and I'm one of those uh, folks who I get up every day and I'm excited to go to work because I love what I do. This really isn't work. Uh, co-hosting the show with you is a blast. And, uh, you know, I think you said it uh, when you say that a lot of Americans on, out there are on high alert for breaking Social yeah. Security mm-hmm. news because so many people rely on Social Security today. And uh, I think it's a great topic to cover. Uh, we've talked about it on past shows briefly, yes. uh, but really to focus on it and to help people figure it out, I, I know that's, uh, that's, that's huge. In fact, God bless Social Security. There you go. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know, one more thing I want to mention before we get started today. Today is Mother's Day. All right. And I tell you what, I want to thank all the moms out there that are listening this morning for all that you do and all that you have done in the past. So, yeah, there you go, Tony. Yep. Well, that's great. Yeah, it is Mother's Day. And uh, I know I appreciate my mom so much. I appreciate my wife, who's one of the greatest moms you could ever ask for. So uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, They do, Steve, what you and I could never accomplish. I mean, there's just... uh, Amen. Yeah. You and I would be nowhere (laughs) if it weren't for the moms out there. So, um, (laughs) you know, and hey, let's, let's do something special for our listeners today. Um, I, I know that you wanted to do something really special uh, for our listeners, right? Yeah, yeah, here it is, Tony. For the listeners, I think we, you know, we'll probably do two of these. But email me. Again, don't, don't wait. Email me at steve at templetalkradio.com, okay? Or go to the website. Go to pinnacleinvestmentadvisors.com. You can you know, get the link there. But the first two people who email us today... Okay, we are going to have flowers delivered to their moms, right? And we'll send it from them, and it's going to be a really, really special time. So send us an email. Just get a hold of us, the first two people. uh, I've already contacted the florist. They're going to deliver on Sunday, you know, today. So first two people, we're going to send out a nice little bouquet. We'll do it in honor of the person, you know, daughter, son, whatever. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's a great offer. That's really kind of you, Steve. Uh, having flowers delivered uh, to mom for folks out there. Uh, so, folks, email steve at t 
TTR, right? At uh, what's well, Temple Talk yep, Radio. Yeah, Steve Temple at TempleTalkRadio.com. Yeah. Steve yes. at TempleTalkRadio.com. And uh, Steve, you're going to have flowers delivered to folks. Uh, yeah, yeah, do it Can't now, wait. listeners, uh, unless you're driving. <laughs> if you're driving, pull That's right. over first. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, you know, Antonio, back to this topic of Social Security. You know, for millions of Americans, Social Security is a significant part of their retirement strategy and, and their broader financial strategy. Accordingly, any news about the program often gets the attention of many older Americans, okay? Uh, and that's certainly the case with regard to the recent news that Social Security Trust Fund is now expected to run out even sooner than initially anticipated, right? So during today's show, we're going to take a closer look at the potential trust fund shortfalls and what that means uh, for the program in general and what it may mean to you specifically. After that, we're going to transition into a broader discussion about Social Security and potential steps you may be able to take to more likely get you everything that you should out of your benefits, okay? Wow, okay. Well, that sounds great. And I know... Uh, again, Social Security is something that uh, most Americans rely on, right? Yes, and, yes, it's a, it's a big and part. And that's why I think this is absolutely critical uh, that people get this right. And there have been uh, some changes, right? Yeah, and then we're going to reference a ARP article, Social Security Trustees Project Trust Fund Shortfall by 2034. This article has some great information that I know is very interesting. It's going to be very useful for today's conversation as it explains the Social Security Trustees 2023 annual report that was released in March of this year noted that the program's trust funds could be tapped out by 2034 without congressional intervention. And that's a year earlier than it was initially anticipated. So Tony, when you consider that you know 66 million Americans currently rely on Social Security in some form or another, this is a concerning development. So if this annual forecast is reality, the revenue that supplies the Social Security Trust Fund would only be able to cover about 80% of the benefits. With Social Security a thing of the past, she can't afford to retire. <laughs> <laughs> right? I love it. Uh, but yeah. seriously, this is good information. Uh, to have, and I'm sure you and a lot of your fellow financial services professionals have been getting emails and calls from concerned clients and people you talk to about this news. Um, uh, give us some more detail on why the trust fund uh, may be depleted or go down a year earlier than expected. Well, this article notes that this new economic expectations are one possible factor in this revised prediction. The trustees report explains it expects less growth and productivity during the coming decade compared to what it was anticipated in last year's report. In addition, you know, smaller growth and productivity would mean less growth in revenue from payroll taxes that significantly fund Social Security. And this other thing, this just keeps coming. It's like rearing its head all the time. They also talk about the lingering effects of COVID-19 pandemic. COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Gosh, it's wasn't that like three years ago? <laughs> you know, it's, they're still being felt today, even though the pandemic appears to be over. We're still seeing the after effect of that. So, wow. Here's another truth Social Security is dying. <laughs> but I don't think people should panic. I know I play these doom no. and gloom sound clips for us, Steve. But, right. But, uh, yeah, I figured COVID 19 likely had something to do with uh, this report coming out and the more pessimistic prediction. So uh, what does this recent Social Security news mean for Medicare? Does it affect that at all? 
Well, the news about Medicare is really interesting. Okay. So, you know, Tony, for the second year in a row, the trustees have reported they are predicting a stronger financial outlook for Medicare. Okay. It's, it estimates that Medicare's trust fund, which covers hospital care, you know, will have enough funds to cover full benefits through 2031, which that's three years longer than it was forecasted last wow. year. Okay. Yeah, you know, again, that's certainly good news for millions of people who need Medicare, you know, to enjoy, you know, their lifestyle. The trustee report does note that both Social Security and Medicare are facing long-term funding uncertainty, okay? So I don't I don't think I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's increasingly hard for Congress to agree on much of anything, but we it seems like that's the case. Um, but I do personally think Social Security and Medicare may be different. I think they're going to put that in the forefront. And, and you know, Tony, and also I've just got to share something, I mean, who, what, what presidential, what you know, party wants to be in office the year that this thing does go insolvent? So they're they're going to work it out, you know, uh, through whatever means. And yeah, uh, they've made adjustments lastly, over the years. I mean, we yeah, we've yeah. been here before. I remember in the '80s, my parents talking about this, and they had to make adjustments; otherwise, it wasn't going to be solvent by the year right, like right. Ni- uh, ni- 1993 or '94. So ten years yeah. before that happened, they made adjustments. And it's been fine until now. So, you know, they're not going to let Social Security go by the wayside because it's the third rail of politics. Nobody wants to do that. Right. Well, let's also recognize that uh, it's the older folks that are being impacted. And by the way, that's the folks that are out there voting. Yeah. So they don't want to antagonize this this voting block. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so now you talk about these trust funds for Social Security and Medicare. Is one worse off than the other then? Well, Social Security is comprised of two parts. You know, it's referred to as the Old Age Survivors Insurance Trust Fund, right, uh, which covers all the benefits through 2033, after which payments would drop by 23%. And these are just according to the projections. But we also have a Disability Insurance Trust Fund that will remain in effect till 2097. So there is two parts to this discussion, okay? Well, yeah. There, well, there for, for sure are. So... Uh, is there what can Congress actually do to address these potential shortfalls? Well, to avoid you know the shortfalls, Tony, you know, described the, you know, during this show, the article notes that Congress could, over the next decade, cut benefits, right? Yep. Raise taxes. They're not going to cut benefits directly. No, nope. no. Redirect other government revenue yeah. into the program, or utilize a combination of several of these options, right? For many elected officials. The idea of cutting benefits or raising taxes are equally unappetizing, right? Which means lasting solutions may be hard to come by. You know, I think there's another important note here, Tony. Tony, the article also explains that President Biden and other congressional leaders, they've already agreed that potential Social Security and Medicare cuts are off the table, you know, during the upcoming negotiations, you know, especially you know, in this national debt ceiling. Yeah. And I think if you have questions about this right now, I, you know, I think it's just important, Tony, for for people to reach out. And in fact, just contact us. You know, we we've got a team of people that specialize in knowing Social Security benefits and in putting together you know, all the pieces that go into it to help people really figure out okay, what is going to be the the best benefit for you I and mean, get the most out of your get the most bang for your buck, if you will. Yeah, yeah. There there you go, and I I think that makes perfect sense. And you know, obviously, what they did before. Uh, they've done things like they'll raise the, uh, you know, your full retirement age. You know, they'll raise that right, right, right. now. It's about 67. 
For most people, they'll raise the full retirement age. They might raise the percentage of your income that's taxed. Um, They'll do a few different things before they actually cut it, right? I don't think they'll do that. They've never done that. So um, we should probably take a quick break here, Steve. Is there anything else you want to add before the break? Again, I want to emphasize, Tony, uh, listeners, go to our website, PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. There's a link in there to you know get scheduled on the calendar. There's the phone number there to reach us. Just contact us. We we've got the resources. We've got the team of, of experts that can help you figure out this stuff. Yeah, you don't have to go it alone. Yeah. And there's a couple. Uh, we still have a couple slots uh, for you to send flowers to folks. Uh, yeah, why don't we uh, give out that email address that our listeners can email? And if you're one of the first few that uh, email, uh, Steve's going to send flowers to your mom for you. Again, they're listening to Temple Talk Radio, uh, Tony. So it's Steve at TempleTalkRadio.com. Adventurers have used a compass to find their way through the wilderness for years. Now there is a compass for your retirement. The Retirement Compass Report helps chart your income planning destination using multiple tools, such as a growth calculator, income rider comparisons, and more. For your personalized retirement compass report, visit templetalkradio.com or give us a call at 937-667-6500. You may be lost without it. And welcome back to Temple Talk Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, the man with the plan is Steve Temple. I love it, Steve. You're educating us on what's going on out there with Social Security. And this has been an eye-opening conversation today. I know you have more great information for us. So let's get right to it. Yeah. You know what? Let's keep the focus on social security, but transition more into a general conversation about this. And I'm going to reference a Investopedia article, Tony, 10 common questions about social security. Again, contains a lot of details I feel are very interesting to our listeners. The first bit of history, social security was established in 1935, right? To provide income to American workers. Later, that program did expand to cover much larger portion of the workforce. So today, Social Security is still America's, you know, pension plan, right? For lack of better words. And it is an essential component for a lot of Americans that make up a lot of their retirement income. Currently, Social Security provides 37% of older men and 42% of older women, at least 50% of their retirement income. So see this, this topic today, this is really important that we're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people out there and it's a, it's a little sad and scary, but a lot of people out there rely heavily on social security, but no matter how much money or how little money you have, social security, you've always told me, Steve, is the foundation to a solid retirement plan. That's your foundation. That's, you know, the money, you know, is going to be there every month. So you build from there. And as those stats bear out that you just told us, Steve, Social Security is nothing short of critical for a lot of people. Give us a summary of of the full retirement age. We throw that terminology around. What does that mean and and how do we figure out our full retirement age? Well, and you you touched on it just a moment ago. You know, right now it goes back to your, you know, your birth date. Okay, when you're eligible to receive full benefits. And again, like you said, Tony, it has increased already and we it's going to have to increase even even further right but if you were born in 1930 or before 1938 your retirement age was 1960 or i'm sorry you're 65 right if you if you were born between 1938 and 1942 it falls between 65 and two months to 65 and 10 months see again it's it's kind of comical here because 
the government's got to make this complicated, right? So of if you course. were born between 43 and 54, then it's age 66, right? And by the way, you know, and then let this, this is where I fall. And if you were born between 55 and 59, then yeah, for, the, for me at 66 and two months and 66 and 10 months would be our, you know, our full retirement age. So yeah, they, they make it really complicated. And here's the last one. If you were born 1960 or later, again, your full retirement age is 67. So it, it's, it is complicated. And, and you can still choose to begin receiving your benefits as soon as 62. But if you do so, your monthly benefit will be permanently reduced, right? Forever for you and even survivors. So for example, if you take a 62 and your full retirement age is 66, you're going to lose 25% of your benefit. Okay. Conversely, if you delay the benefit, Tony, you know, past your full retirement age, then you are going to receive a higher permanent benefit. Mm. So, you know, each year that matures past your full retirement age, you receive a guaranteed 8% increase in that income up to age 70, right? And then it doesn't go any further past that. But again, that, that's where talking to someone like our team, it, it's just mission critical because I've heard a lot of people being told, well, you just you know, defer it till age 70, you're going to get a bigger benefit. But here's the thing, Tony, if that person's life expectancy is only 76 because of health and longevity, things like that, right? Does that make sense? And so we weigh into all those factors. We weigh into health, longevity, and the genes in the family, you know, all those things, ages, the disparity between husband and wives. We help them analyze all those factors before making a critical decision like this. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, you have to look at the big picture. And I know that you, this is something you've been doing and helping your clients with uh, for a long time, Steve, is maximizing their social security benefits. Right. And everybody's situation is different. When when right. you file is going to be, when you should file to maximize your benefits is going to be different than your buddy at work or your brother-in-law or your neighbor. So uh, you need Absolutely. to figure out what your sweet spot is uh, to maximize how much you get over time and look at the big picture. Otherwise, you could be leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table, right? That's correct, Tony. You know, and another common Social Security question is, how is eligibility determined, right? Right. Uh, and the answer, that, that that's a pretty simple answer. It's based on you got to have 40 quarters or, you know, 10, you know, y- years working full time. And the calculation, again, is it is very, more complex. $1,640 you make per quarter up to a maximum of four credits, yada, yada, yada. And then you need a full 10 years, 40 quarters in order to qualify for full benefits. Ah, okay. So uh, they do use that formula, and I, I understand how that works. Uh, remind us uh, how much we pay into Social Security. How, how much do we pay in? And I'm also hearing about benefits uh, that can be reduced if you still work or have too much income, right? That's the other little snafu there. Yeah, we, we, we pay 6.2% of our wages into Social Security, up, up to 160200 of you know current income. And then the employer, you know, they kick in the other 6.2. Now, for those that are self-employed, boy, they're paying the full tilt here. They're paying the, the you know, 12.4% solo, right? Uh, you can also receive benefits while you're continuing to work. Now, there's, there's, a, there's some catch there, too, okay? Because if, if you're full retirement age, you can have unlimited income and still receive your full Social Security benefits. However, if you're under the full retirement age and you, you make too much money, and right now it's 21240 a year, but if you make more than that, then you can start to see that your benefits will be temporarily reduced. So for every dollar 
that's over two dollars you earn above twenty one thousand two forty you're going to lose uh, some benefits and until you get to full retirement age and and then the year that you do uh year the year before your full retirement age then they they increase it where you can make up to fifty six thousand five twenty and it's a one to three ratio okay so and that will then continue each month until you're fully eligible so once again they they've made it real complicated Tony yeah, of course they did <laughs> why wouldn't they yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They always overcomplicate it because it's the uh, it's the government and the IRS, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's just uh, that's kind of the way we <laughs> we've learned to uh, deal with these things. That's what we've come to expect. But um, and I think you've nailed it here. Any move that you could make to reduce your benefit should be handled very carefully. Though you should always consult with somebody like yourself a financial services professional, a financial advisor. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously the calculations that go in, I think, you know, you can use online calculators uh, for a number of different financial things. And while they might give you an answer that, you know, can be a little helpful, they don't provide any kind of nuance. But that's what working with somebody like yourself can do. You know, and, and Tony, you're right. You can go online right now and, and, Put in some numbers and it'll give you a, a ballpark, right? But it, again, it, it's more complex than that, you know, in reality, because it all comes down to, and we even show this when we did a, a we did a workshop event a few weeks ago. We show people, you know, based on choices that are being made between receiving your income, Social Security income, how it gets taxed, right? And when and you got to compare all these things, you got to look at all your other income sources. How is that going to affect Social Security? How is it going to be affecting taxes in Social Security? Because, you know, the fact of it is, Tony, for a couple, okay, married, filing, joint, there's 20,000 possible calculations that can that can really impact when is the right time for them to take Social Security and looking at all of your other, you know, investment resources, you know, your retirement resources. And then even more importantly, it's like a vending machine. Which lever do you pull to start receiving what income from what source first that can have a positive effect on, on taxes as well. So it's just, we just re recommend people, yeah, you can go online and run a quick calculator, but don't, don't do this alone. Go talk to someone, a professional that has the tools, has the resources that can look at all these scenarios. And then people are going to make informed decisions based on knowledge. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. I think that's huge. Well, let's keep rolling. I mean, we've had a great show. We've been talking about social security and talked about that trustees report, you know, talking about the program uh, is going to be somewhat depleted by 2034 and what can be done. Uh, what's next? Well, you know, again, I'm going to refer back to the Investopedia article, 10 Common Questions About Social Security, which next is going to address spousal benefits. See, the Bipartisan Budget Act 2015 uh, did eliminate numerous strategies that some couples previously could use to maximize the benefits. So that was that was not a good day. Despite that, those spouses can still claim benefits regardless of whether they have even had a job, okay? Because <clears throat> it's based on their partner's history and they could receive as much as 50% of their partner's full benefits. So similar to other social security benefits, spousal benefits are permanently reduced if the non-working spouse begins collecting benefits before their full retirement age. But to qualify, the spouse you know has to have an established work record after receiving retirement benefits, and the non-working spouse could you know must be at least sixty-two years old. Ah, I see. And if I remember correctly, the situation is different for spouses who are widowed, right? 
That's correct. Again, uh, the rules are very complex, Tony. So a spouse who becomes widowed is eligible for 100% of the partner's full benefits unless they also had a job and their benefit would, would have been greater, okay, or larger. And for the most part, the widowed spouse has to be at least 60 to receive benefits from their deceased spouse's record, right? And again, the amount will be reduced if the surviving spouse chooses to receive benefits prior to their full retirement age. Furthermore, if the surviving spouse remarries before they turn 60, well, all bets are off. You're going to surrender your deceased spouse benefits, all right? And in some cases, here it is, some cases, divorced spouses could also be eligible for spouse dependents based on their former spouse's work history. And I had this happen a few years ago. You know, uh, had, a, had a lady come in and uh, we educated her on, on filing for benefits. She goes up to the office, they file, she was going to file, and they said, no, you don't qualify. You know, you have to wait till your husband's, you know, deceased. And we knew that wasn't the case. So we, we went and referenced the actual regs and gave her what she needed to go back into the office, ask for a supervisor, and then by golly, you know, she got her benefits. So yeah, just some just some misinformation out there, and we we want to help clarify things. Uh, we're out of time, but let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you and get that Social Security maximization report. Folks, go to PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. There's a link on there to get on our calendar. There's the phone number in there to reach the office. There's you know you can contact us. Folks, get a hold of us again. Don't. Don't do this alone. Get a hold of a true professional because this is very complex. And again, this decision could be tens of thousands of dollars that you would compromise during your lifetime. So again, we want to encourage you to work with a professional that can give you the facts so that you can make an informed decision. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Temple Talk Radio with our host, Steve Temple. Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, and Temple Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Material Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.